I think it was just a, a matter of growing up always as a fan of comedy, but also, you know, sort of having that uh, sort of sense of righteous indignation when things were hypocritical or, 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 or unfair and wanted to point those out. And, you know, com- I mean, obviously law can provide that, that ch- an outlet for doing that, but I think comedy is a more direct way. It certainly doesn't take six years of litigation to, to right a wrong. Go up on stage, you tell a joke about something, and you can you can change minds in, in the matter of, of seconds or minutes. This is Lawyer to Lawyer, the award-winning legal podcast with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi. West Coast meets East Coast, and yes, they are attorneys bringing you the latest legal news and observations every week with the leading experts in the legal profession. Produced right here on the Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Craig Williams coming to you from Southern California. And this is Bob Ambrosi coming to you from just outside of Boston, Massachusetts, where I write a blog called uh, Law Sites and another blog called Media Law. Greg? I led a blog called May It Please the Court, have a book called How to Get Sued. Bob, we want to take this time to thank our sponsors, which is Clio, a web-based practice management software program for lawyers at goclio.com. AppRiver, email and web security experts. You can find out more about AppRiver at appriver.com and PC Law by LexisNexis. For a free trial, go to pclaw.com slash radio. And, you know, Craig, I was, I've been on the road a lot the last couple of weeks, but I happened to run into two of our sponsors. I saw Jack Newton from Clio uh, out at a conference and spent some time talking to him and uh, was down uh, in North Carolina at the LexisNexis offices down there just, just last week uh, for an event down in the North Carolina bar. So I got to see some of those folks, too. So that was interesting. Good that you uh, were well, out, uh, you know, earning a living while I was here keeping the, sh- keeping the shop running. That's right. You've been doing all the work, but... Uh, Sorry, I, sorry, I missed it. No worries. Uh, well, mo- most most people don't associate lawyers with laughter. Well, I, I'm not sure about that statement, but uh, but there is a group of attorneys that uh, has gone from the courtroom to the comedy club. And these funny guys admit that they were bad at the law, but they're very good at making people laugh with the lighter side of the law. So let's laugh a little on the Legal Talk Network here and introduce our guests. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, joining us. Uh, is Alex Barnett, uh, who traded in his Ivy League education and law career for a comedy. He is one of six members of of the group called Comedians at Law, and uh, would like to welcome the lawyer to lawyer, Alex Barnett. Thanks very much. Glad to be here. And Bob, we're also going to have Matt Ritter. He's another member of Comedians at Law. Matt also left the world of corporate law to make people laugh for a living. And welcome to the Legal Talk Network, Matt. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm also an Ivy League graduate. I don't want Alex to only have that distinction, you know. (laughs) Shortchanged already. Well, we're just trying to figure out what class in law school you guys took that taught comedy. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, that was that was street law. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was 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 there? Uh, I, I guess I guess what I what I'm most curious about is if you, is there is there any such thing as a good lawyer joke, Alex? Uh my career certainly <laughs> is a good lawyer joke. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, there's there's plenty of them out there. A lot of them have been heard and retold and told. But I I think yeah, my career anything to do with anything I did in the law is a pretty good lawyer joke. Fair enough. Well, how did how did you get started, Alex? Well, tell us about how you uh, became a lawyer, and then whatever it was that convinced you to become a comedian. 
Uh, sure. Well, let's see. I think like a lot of, of lawyers, I became a lawyer almost by default. I was finishing college, didn't really know what to do. My father was a lawyer. I had worked in law firms in the summer as a paralegal, and um, you know, I was pretty good at standardized tests, so I took the LSAT, did relatively well, and uh, applied to law school because I just didn't know what to do once I got my diploma, uh, my college diploma, that is. And um, I think I quickly discovered in law school, maybe even the first day, that it wasn't for me, but without much thought about what else to do, I, I finished it up and uh, uh, actually started working in a nonprofit for a while, which was okay, but didn't pay very well, and then sort of backdoored my way into private practice, which I then proceeded to do for a number of years until I realized that I wasn't particularly passionate about the practice of law. Uh, I also got fired from four different law firms, so uh, that was a pretty good omen or sign that I probably should find another career. And along the way, I had uh, discovered that I really loved writing and performing comedy. Uh, I had taken a class or two and, and really got uh, addicted to it. So with some free time on my hands, I decided to make... Uh, comedy my full-time career pursuit and and that's how and that's how i got to this place very cool matt matt what about you what's your story i, I mean you you worked at uh, some big firm jobs out of law school how did you make your way from law to comedy oh yeah you know uh, for me i mean i was sort of always the funny guy you know the class clown uh, i think i sort of always knew that i was destined to to, to be a comedian but i uh after after college i actually moved out to la thinking that that was the plan and I started doing some stand-up, but, you know, I had to make money somehow. So I ended up as a bellman at a hotel, and I was waking up at 5 a.m. and shining people's shoes. And I was like, all right, I don't I don't know about this. I don't know about this shining shoes thing. So I uh, applied to law school. I got into Penn, and I was like, well, that sounds better than shining shoes right now. Uh, but I dabbled in stand-up during, during law school. And then when I moved out to New York, I worked at Mayor Brown, and I worked at Kirkland & Ellis. Uh, I helped destroy the economy a little bit. I did subprime mortgage-backed securitization and private equity finance. So I was pretty deep uh, in the uh, in the red on the uh, karmic scale. So I've been trying to make it back through comedy. Uh, but I started performing at night. You know, I'd change out of my work clothes around 11, and i just go to the clubs. And, you know, one day I just realized, like, I don't know how many more days I'm going to wake up and hate what I'm doing with my life. And then, you know... I knew that I had this thing that I really enjoyed doing. So I think about three years ago, I just said, screw it. You know what? Let me let me do what I want to do and let the chips fall where they may. And I've just been performing every night since then, pretty much. How did you guys all find each other uh, the, the, to form this group, Comedians at Law? And how many of there are you all together? Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, Alex and I, I think, probably had a, had a very similar path, even amongst the guys in the group, in that we were both writing for a lot of legal blogs, and uh, there's a site called The Lawyerist that I think we both wrote something for, and maybe even for Bitter Lawyer. I had been writing for both of these sort of entertainment sites for lawyers, so uh, I got him on the phone, I think, around a year and a half ago. And when I called him, he's like, that's so funny. I was just thinking about calling you. And he and one of the other guys in the group already sort of had been spitballing this idea about, you know, legal comedy troupe, and then there was a guy in the group that I had, you know, done sort of a couple of legal comedy shows with years before, and we sort of just hooked up like Voltron. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, just to put some uh, more details on it, Matt uh, and another fellow in the group called Kev uh, named Kevin Israel, the three of us had decided to, to go forth and do 
something similar to what we're doing now. And at that point, we had gotten called from one of the other members who had joined together with two of the other guys saying they had formed a three-man troop. So at that point, we, we glued the two halves together to form the current incarnation of, of Comedians of Law. And, um, and as Matt mentions, that's about a year and a half ago now. And it's, it's really taken off. I mean, it's, it's exceeded, I think, even our own expectations of where we'd be at this point. So where'd you guys get your sense of humor from? I mean, certainly it wasn't listening to lectures at law school. <laughs> For me, I, you know, I actually, I always tell this story. I think it's really uh, sort of indicative of, you know, maybe part of it in my DNA. My mother tried stand-up comedy one time in her life, in May of 1979, when she was seven months pregnant with me. She bombed horribly. She bombed horribly. She ran the light. It was a total disaster. My mom's only funny when she's not trying to be. The host pulled her off stage and basically told, yelled at her, told her she didn't have an ounce of funny in her entire body. So I think I've been trying to prove that person wrong ever since then. And uh, it turns out, I found out a couple of years later that that person I'm seeing that night was Eddie Murphy. So wow. my whole life has been about trying to prove him wrong. <laughs> That's a good story. Well, I uh, I wish I had something as 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 uh, as, as uh, poignant as that. I think it was just a, a matter of growing up always as a fan of comedy, but also you know sort of having that uh, sort of sense of righteous indignation when things were hypocritical or, or 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 unfair and wanting to point those out. And you know, com. I mean, obviously, law can provide that that ch- an outlet for doing that. But I think comedy is a more direct way certainly doesn't take six years of litigation to, to right or wrong. You go up on stage, you tell a joke about something, and you can, you can change minds in, in the matter of, of seconds or minutes. So I think that's, that's kind of where you know, my sense of, of comedy or, has come from. And is the comedy all about lawyering? I mean, I mean are you making fun of, of lawyers in the legal profession, of yourselves? I mean, what, what, what are, what's the, the brunt of your comedy, I guess, is the question. Well, I would say um, it's, it's a mixture. We, first of all, let me step back and say that you know, our, our material is generally is very accessible to a very general, broad audience. It's not only for lawyers. Right. I think that we do talk... Well, we all make fun of lawyers. <laughs> you yes, have to be but a I mean, lawyer to the make extent fun that of we one, talk huh? about law and lawyering, I think that the majority of it is, is self-deprecating, you know, poking fun at our own legal careers, our own lack of legal aptitude, or perhaps uh, how our, our legal careers did not live up to what the expectations would, were that we had when we first started. Um, but we also have other material that we weave in as well about, you know, who we are, where we come from, and our lives generally... Um, and I think that that way, even though our audience is largely lawyers or people in the legal industry, other people can come and enjoy the, the show as well. I think the only other thing I would add to that is that, you know, we're not anti-lawyer in any way. You know, we're not like, oh, being a lawyer sucks. You know, we're just like, uh, we were lawyers and it worked out pretty horribly for us. And here's why, because, you know, there's something innately in us that wasn't meant to be lawyers. But we do poke fun in a good-hearted way, I think at the legal profession. You know, it's like sometimes we get this concern of like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're a law firm. Should we book you guys to do a show? Are you going to say, you know, being a lawyer sucks? I'm like, no, we're just, we just happen to be horrible at it. <laughs> and, and do you guys find that lawyers come up to you after your shows and say, God, I wish I could do that. Or how can, can you guys help me be more funny in, in my practice? Or? <laughs> we, we get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of unsolicited, just sort of weird, I don't know, long, long-winded emails that start from their birth to the moment that they sent this email out about how they, that we desperately need them, and they're the, they're the missing ingredient in our group. 
Yeah, that's that's for sure. We do, we that's right. We get a lot of emails from people who who fancy themselves as, as comics, um, and we also get people coming up to us after the show saying that you know they they're looking to make a change from law to some other passion of their own, and that they 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 applaud us for doing it, and they wish they had the the courage to do it. And so it's interesting. I think there's a lot of lawyers who fit in that in that boat of wanting to make the switch, but maybe not having the the uh, the, the necessary bravery at the moment to make make the leap. Any any success stories you want to tell us about? Anybody you've inspired to, to leave the law and become a comedian? Or do they just continue to stand up and try to tell jokes in front of the judge? Uh, well, I'm not sure about any success. Certainly we are, I, I would say. But uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to take responsibility for someone else making a, a live choice of that sort. <laughs> uh, you know, because if it doesn't work out, and comedy is a much harder than people imagine. So if it doesn't yeah, work I mean, out. I think, yeah, I think usually, you know, the, the party line is like, you know, I am thinking about doing this. What, what do you guys advise? We're not in the, you know, uh, life coach business necessarily. Uh, but I'm always, you know, we always try to encourage people. If they, you know, if they have a passion and it's, you know, it's just the fear of the unknown that, that, that you know, stopping them or holding them back. We definitely say, you know, we've all, we've all shared that and, you know, if you want to talk about it, we can certainly walk you through how we managed to overcome that and, you know, be where we are. Well, so Alex or Matt, can you tell us a joke? <laughs> <laughs> you know, jokes over podcasts always go over very terribly. Ter- like, like asking a singer to sing or warming up or something? You know, yeah, step on a grenade if he wants to. But. Yeah, I, I would say it's, it's, it's really hard to kind of, in a, in, a, in a vacuum like that, tell a joke that's going <laughs> to do anything that... But, you know, collide you know heavily against the back. Well, I mean, off. you know, it would it would make either of us feel really terrible just to tell a joke and then have it you know feel like it just fell down an elevator shaft. But you know, we promise to laugh. To right. If he wants to ruin his entire day right now, he can be my guest. Right. But, but I'm looking at your website and I see that you have a podcast in the works coming up soon. So you'll be telling jokes on that, I'm sure. On, oh, on our own podcast. Yeah. No, yeah. I think actually just just the opposite. We're going to <laughs> I think give people. Uh, a look behind the scenes of what we do, because we were talking just now about people who are com- uh, lawyers who maybe have secret ambitions of becoming comics or want to try their hand at it, who reach out to us. And I think what these people and and most comic audiences don't understand is how difficult it is to be a successful stand-up comedian. You know, the amount of work that goes into it, that in fact it's more demanding in, in many levels, in many ways, than, than being a lawyer. And I think on our podcast, one of the things we're going to do is give people a, a glimpse into that, as well as talk about you know legal stories of interest, but I think we people want we want to show people what it's like to to make a career change and and how difficult it is and show them the realities. That and we won't necessarily tell jokes, but we'll be making fun of each other a lot. That's true. That's true too. Sort of like Louis C.K. for lawyers or something. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> actually that's on your tagline. Thank you for that. Yeah, we're gonna take that, and we're not giving you any royalties. <laughs> Thanks. So what did your friends say to you when you started this? You know, you, you broke away from practicing law or you some point in time transitioned from practicing law and, and do your family and friends support you or they say, you know, what I'm are sorry, you doing? You know, people always ask me that question. You know, they always say, oh, you know, you, you quit being a lawyer to be a comedian. Like, wh- you know, what did your parents say? That's always the first, what did your parents say? And, I, you know, I, I say to them, I'm like, you know, I'm a grown man. You know, like my parents didn't say anything at all. They just don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would say that my parents and friends were basically just excited that I had a job that I wanted to do after years of complaining and bitching about hating being a lawyer. So they're glad not to hear the bitching anymore. Now I'm bitching about other things, like 
By the way, you officially just heard a joke. That wasn't that was a bit that I do. <laughs> That's true. So you actually just officially you got me to tell a joke, even though I didn't want to. <laughs> Good. Hey, on that on that note, we're we have to take a short break, but stay with us, and we are going to be back uh, with much more from uh, Alex Barnett and Matt Ritter, comedians at law. Hi, my name is Kay Kenny from Legal Talk Network, and I'm joined by Jack Newton, president of Clio. Jack is going to talk to us about the role of security in cloud computing. Jack, what about security? Are there any ethical or security-related concerns that need to be addressed with cloud computing? We're starting to see the first ethics opinions come out on cloud computing, and the early proposed ethics opinions like that from the North Carolina State Bar indicate that there are no ethical issues relating to the use of cloud computing in a law firm, but that as with the use of any third-party provider, an appropriate amount of due diligence needs to be undertaken to verify that the provider you're using has implemented an adequate level of security and privacy precautions and is essentially taking due care with your confidential client data. We've been talking to Jack Newton, president of Clio. Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you. And if you'd like to get more information on Clio, feel free to visit www.goclio.com. That's G-O-C-L-I-O.com. It's the office calling again. Don't answer it. Why not? I'm listening to Legal Talk Network podcasts to get my CLE credit in West Legal Ed Center. Oh, yeah. I need to do that, too. Where do I find them? It's easy. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and pick a program for CLE, click on it, and start listening. Or go to WestLegalEdCenter.com and choose from any of the Legal Talk Network programs available for CLE. That's perfect. The office can wait. Tired of all the headaches of running your law firm? Want to spend your time doing what really matters? Then you need PC Law. PC Law from LexisNexis is the legal industry's best-selling matter, billing, and accounting software. It has never been easier to manage your law firm and serve your clients. Get back to doing what matters to you. For a free trial, go to PCLaw.com slash radio. That's PCLaw.com slash radio. Or call us at 800-685-2161 today. Promote yourself online with Legal Talk Network by becoming a featured lawyer. Your featured lawyer profile lets potential clients and referral attorneys get to know you in a five-minute podcast interview with Legal Talk Network, plus your photo, your bio, and your firm's contact info. Be part of the most progressive online legal network anywhere. Just call Legal Talk Network at 781-551-9960. That's 781-551-9960. Or by emailing admin at legaltalknetwork.com. Be a Legal Talk Network featured lawyer now. Protect your firm's email with AppRiver. Send confidential emails with confidence using AppRiver's CypherPost Pro email encryption service. With CypherPost Pro, you'll control who sees your messages, and a patented delivery slip will show you when they're received and opened. There's no hardware or software to manage. You can cancel any time, and you get a 30-day free trial. All backed by AppRiver's phenomenal care. Visit AppRiver.com, that's A-P-P-River.com, or call 866-223-4645. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. You can advertise with us at Legal Talk Network and have your own commercial playing in this podcast. Just give us a call anytime at 781-551-9960. 
or shoot us an email at admin at legaltalknetwork.com. Welcome back to Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. Our guests today are showing us the lighter side of the law. Alex Barnett and Matt Ritter are two of the comedians at law. And let's get back to our uh, comedy conversation. So, is there anything in the law that you guys have found uh, as material for your gigs at, uh, and your, uh, your routines? Or do you guys just simply go with regular everyday life? Yeah, no, I mean, I think we've all pulled some stuff. I think we all sort of start our, our routines with lawyer stuff, our experience with, you know, working at law firms. I mean, one of the guys in the group does a bit about, you know, partners discussing bathroom habits. Uh, you know, I, I do a bit about how ridiculous, you know, these law, these law students now are putting their entire resumes on the signature line of their emails. So they seem to appreciate me ripping on them. Uh, yeah, you know, listen, all of us have done miserably at our, at our, our law firm existence, but I think we all sort of lead heavily with our horror stories from the law. Yeah, that's right. You know, we have another guy who was an assistant district attorney. He talks about his experience doing that. I, my biggest or most salient, uh, aspect of my legal career was holding the title amongst the group for being fired the most times. I talk about that. Um, so, you know, we, we, we fit it all in somehow. <laughs> What what is I mean you you were saying how in your podcast you're going to talk about you know kind of the, the behind the scenes look at, uh, at what it's like to work in comedy how does it compare to working in law I mean how are the hours uh, what's the workload you know what, you know it, it's it's really funny that, that you should mention that because I think a lot of people just generally in the creative you know field think that they can sort of float by on you know ambition and charm and charisma and somebody discovering them and. In 2012, that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, you, you're, you know, we're we're building a brand. You know, we have every more every Monday we start off the week with a conference call, and you know, we run down the huge to-do list: old business, new business. We each have assigned tasks. I mean, it's just very much, you know, like like running a like running a, a law firm. Maybe you know, it's like our our cases. You know, we have we have, we have all our clients are. Or our customers, our law firms, our law schools, all these bookings that we have to do, all these emails that have to get it sent out, all the blog posts, tweets, and then of course there's the material, you know, and on top of all that, you know, which is taking up a huge chunk of your time, and you know, and that's that that creative process can happen anywhere. For me, I write jokes a lot of the time in the middle of the night. I'm staying up late to do that. I don't know Alex's creative process, but it's definitely time intensive. Yeah, Matt, Matt's absolutely right. I mean, I think that what people don't realize about comedy and perhaps about other artistic pursuits is that it requires an enormous amount of time and energy uh, doing things that have that have only indirect connection to the actual artistic pursuit. And he mentioned a lot of meetings, conference calls, emails, social media is a huge component of it now. Obviously, uh, we have you know we're, our 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 members are on you know Facebook and Twitter all day long every day. Seven days a week, we we analyze our analytics every single day. Um, we're sending, you know, we're, we we reach out to current and potential clients or customers all the time. Um, and then, of course, as Matt mentioned, writing the material, which takes time and energy, and takes time to get up on stage and and, and try it out. And do you guys find that uh, you're you're not keeping time anymore? Do you or do you really do pay attention? Is that something that just is ingrained in you, and you guys keep track of still? I mean, like billing so hours. Mean, like, do you mean like billing our comedy hours? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, we bill our comedy hours. <laughs> we get a bill one too. Yeah. 
<laughs> the audience. The audience. If, if there was somebody we could bill them to, then I would keep track of them. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's really necessarily anybody we can hand that bill of uh, <clears throat> while I'm sitting on the toilet thinking of a joke. So is Comedians at Law work as, as a troupe or are you performing separately? I mean, are you guys all up on stage uh, together at the same time or, or how does that work? No, no, no. We're, we're, we're individual acts. Each of us is an individual stand-up comic. We just, uh, the, the group as a whole is, is, the, is, the, is the, the entity that markets itself. But when, if you come to one of our shows, there'll be however many separate acts you'll see. If you come to one of our showcase style shows at the club you'll see you know three four of us if you come to one of the private events that you've booked us for you know typically we send three guys for that and they each go up on stage individually okay we 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 also do though you know uh we do some stuff together we do sketches together we do some viral video stuff together and and sometimes at the end of shows you know we'll play little games we'll do some interactive stuff with the crowd and uh what what is the reception have you performed well I, I, maybe I, I misunderstood you earlier. Did you say you've actually performed at law firms, or you sometimes perform at legal events as well? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. We, this is this is what we do, you know. I mean, three hundred sixty-five uh, yeah, days that's a year. Okay. We're getting and, and so, so what's the reception sometimes, when you go up to the law lawyers? firm? Will have us come to a, a venue, or they'll have us come to the firm. Uh, we've performed, you know, it's I don't know, forty, fifty law schools thus far, and uh, at bar associations. We're going to the Illinois Bar Association in two weeks, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and we and we performed actually on site at these various places in, in in many instances. You know, at the at the law school itself, at the law firm itself, at the bar building, and other times they, as Matt, as Matt mentioned, they'll they'll buy a block of tickets to one of our shows at a comedy club, and bring their membership that way. So, to ask perhaps a delicate question, but I know that one one that many lawyers who are uh, contemplating leaving law want to know is uh, how does it work financially are, are you do you able to get by as a comedian do you make a good living uh, I mean I'm not asking for details but generally speaking how's it worked out I'll say this I'll say don't ever quit your day job as a lawyer <laughs> thinking that you will make anywhere near as much as a comedian uh, and even if you end up at that point that is so far I mean I've been doing comedy for 10 years and just now, I'm starting to make the kind of money that you could say you could live off of. Yeah, and and I think what people forget about is just the the, the small things of having a regular job and uh, offer, you know, benefits, health insurance, disability insurance, uh, a regular paycheck, even no matter how big it is or small it may be. I mean, the thing about comedy is it's an irregular paying uh, job. You know, you don't get a check every Friday. And you don't get health insurance. You have to make you have to make a, a you know arrangements for that your own self. And so that that's the thing that I think maybe catches people unawares. I, I think to sum it up, it's financial suicide. <laughs> okay, but it's a lot more fun. It's a it's a lot more fun. Yeah. People always ask me if I miss you know working at a law firm. I say only every other Friday when the paychecks come. <laughs> So, so how you know, just in the practical aspect of it, do you think lawyers should try to be funny in the practice? When you guys were practicing law, do you think it's something that that goes over well? Do you try it with client? Did you try it with clients or coworkers or judges? Or I, I you think just... you have to be who you are as a person, as a lawyer. I think you know a lot of people think they should stifle their personalities at work or whatever. I just think it's a hard, hard way to go through life. You spend so much time in the office. Uh, if you like yourself, you should be yourself. And 
I think you'll find a lot of rewards in that, in the way you interact with people, even at law firms. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I wouldn't necessarily encourage anyone to start trying to tell jokes in the in the in the, in the courtroom or in or writing them in briefs just because they think they'll get a chuckle or it'll go over well. I think Matt, you're absolutely right. You should just be true to who you are and and just let that sort of be your calling card. I mean, obviously, it worked out horribly for me and Alex at long term. <laughs> right, but, right. You know, for everybody else. Right. Consider your source here, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My producers keep asking me if you have a favorite lawyer joke. I know I asked that before, but uh, I'll be okay. I'll, 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 I'll answer that. Let me let me let me answer that for you. I, I absolutely okay. do, I absolutely do not. I think lawyer <laughs> jokes are just ridiculous. To be honest, I mean, I never really told anyone. I and I, I mean, I heard a few. I thought that were sort of, I guess, amusing. But you know, lawyers know that they hate them themselves, so they don't need the jokes. And, I think uh, what we're trying to I think what we're trying to make abundantly clear is that comedians in law doesn't tell lawyer jokes. Right. Right. Yeah. And and well I'm with you. I've never I don't think I've ever really heard a funny lawyer joke per se. Yeah. As that uh, but maybe but I don't know whether that's just because I'm a lawyer and therefore I have a thick I don't have a thick skin. I don't know. I mean right. It's, you know we're we're not a vaudeville act. We don't tell Henny Youngman style one-liners. So we're not up there telling as Matt is telling lawyer jokes. We're, we're you know we're telling actually sophisticated humor. Uh, that takes you know some time to craft, right? And and do you guys have to, as part of your um, telling jokes and being a comedian, do you have to travel, or is it something that you can do locally? Oh, I mean, it's a tremendous amount of travel. You know, we're, we're going on the road. Our, our next big tour for comedians in law is starting in a couple of weeks. It's going to take us all over the country: Phoenix, Chicago, Atlanta, Nashville, Charlotte, Louisville, uh, Cleveland, Columbus, Toledo. I mean, this is just all in one month. Right, and that's not to say anything of the of the law schools that book have booked us already around the country. So yeah, I mean we're on the road quite a bit. And I'm looking for anybody who's interested. I'm looking at your website, and you have your calendar of appearances up on your website at comediansatlaw.com. So uh, I see that. Uh, yeah, and there'll Alex, be some dates going Alex, up very example, shortly. Has got got a bunch of dates in in New York uh, coming up, Matt, uh, in California and elsewhere. Uh, so. Right, right, and then as a, as a group, we'll be those are some individual appearances. But as Matt mentioned, we'll be in Phoenix September sixth. We'll be in Ohio, uh, October 2, 3, and 4 at uh, Columbus, Toledo, and Cleveland. And then we've got a couple of dates throughout the southeast that are going to be added in November. Um, and they'll be up on the calendar very shortly. And then I Excellent. Think, yeah. And, and then, but besides, besides the live appearances, what are the other – are there other components to it? I mean, I see you – it looks – again, I, I allude to the fact that your website says you've got a podcast in the works. I, I assume that's uh, accurate. Uh, where, how else do you uh, <laughs> dispense your comedy, as it were? I mean, are, are you uh, doing recordings of any kind? Are you uh, making uh, broadcast appearances of any kind? Yeah, well, we're good. We as we as the website shows, we're gonna have the web the podcast going up in September, and then we also Matt mentioned this earlier. We have um, we do videos, you know, sketch style videos that we're going to start putting up on the web on YouTube, and then link through to our website again. Also, at the beginning of September, uh, we'll probably be doing those on a regular basis. I think either weekly or uh, every other week type of thing, um, and those will be you know you know humorous. I don't, I don't know, I, loosely kind of SNL, Daily Show, Colbert Show style, you know, sketch or viral videos. Yeah, I also, I mean, in addition, this is, you know, this is, it's really amazing when you're asking about the workload. I mean, all this stuff that we do for Comedians of Law is in addition to our own, you know, individual pursuits. On top of that, I just sold my first television show. I've been working on that all summer in addition to this. 
Uh, it's a documentary series that I can't really tell you where it's going to be airing, but you'll you'll see it in the fall on a major cable network. Well, we're just about at the end of our show, and it's time to uh, wrap up and, and get your final thoughts as well as your contact information, and maybe you can give some uh, our listeners a little bit of a heads up about how best to find you, and uh, if you're at all interested in doing any bit of your shtick, you can do it. <laughs> Matt, watch you go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, my, my final thoughts. Uh, if anybody's looking into, you know, transitioning out of law to do something else, whether it be comedy or, you know, baking cookies, whatever it is, my advice would be start doing that now while you're still working as a lawyer. Don't have this idea that, oh, I need to fully quit my job today to even do this. If you're not doing it at all, Right now, while you're a lawyer, the the chances are of you doing it afterwards are probably not that great. So there shouldn't be anything holding you back from at least starting to try it and do what you want to do. In terms of where you can find me, I run a show at the Hollywood Improv called Six Degrees. We have our next show uh, this Thursday, August 23rd at 8 p.m. You can check out my website, mattrittercomedy.com, on Twitter, mattritter1. And I'll let Alex uh, tell you about the Comedians of Law tour date. Yeah, and I, I, you know, Matt, Matt summed it up very well. I think you know about about transitioning from law to something else. But the the other thing I, would, I guess I would add to that would be that you know you shouldn't be unafraid. I mean, and if there is something you want to go do, you should do it or at least start doing it. And Matt's probably right. You should not necessarily give up your day job, but I think go do it. Go go fully leap into it and and be bold about it. Um, and uh, you know, understand that they'll it probably won't go as well as you hope. But on the other hand, it may provide much more riches non-monetary riches than you, than you expect in all kinds of other ways so i would encourage people to explore those things um and in terms of finding me uh you can find me on the web at uh alexbarnettcomic.com uh this week i'll be at the laugh lounge at 9 p.m. that's in new york on the lower east side at uh 151 essex street uh and then you can see matt and i both uh as part of the comedians at law uh launch show on our fall tour. We're going to be at Phoenix's Stand Up Live on September 6th at uh, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Phoenix time. And you can get all the details on our website, comediansatlaw.com. And you can also email us there. Um, well, and, and each of us can be emailed individually. Just put in our first name, Alex or Matt, at comediansatlaw.com. Uh, when are you coming to Boston? We actually were in Boston in the spring. Uh, and we probably, I would imagine, will come back uh, within the year. I mean, I, we, I know we're in discussions with a couple of law firms and law schools up there to come back and do some events. I think we're doing Harvard Law. Yeah, the, uh, I think that's right. So we certainly will be there, I think, within the year and probably in the, last, in the next six months. Excellent. Great. Well, thank you very much for being on the show today. You guys have been great and very, uh, very informative. Thank you. Well, thank you. It was great. Great doing it. Yep. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, and uh, good good for you for uh, following your muse, as it were, and, and doing what makes you happy. So, uh, sounds good. Thank you. Well, Craig, I guess that does it for this week's show, unless you, unless you have any good jokes to tell. No, I have no jokes. No good jokes to tell. <laughs> well, uh, remind our listeners that they can always uh, get CLE credit uh, through the West Legal Ed Center for listening to select Legal Talk Network podcasts. Go to legaltalknetwork.com and click on the West Legal Ed Center there. And you can also find all of our shows on iTunes in the podcast library there. And we have an Android app 
that you can download and access Lawyer to Lawyer as well as all other Legal Talk Network shows on your phone. We hope to have an iPhone app out shortly. Check it out. Go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and we'll be back again next week with another great legal topic. When you want legal, think Lawyer to Lawyer. Is next week our anniversary or coming up, right? Sometime soon. It's shortly. Something like that. Seven years of this. See you then. Talk to you soon. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Lawyer to Lawyer with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi. Every week, a new legal topic that you won't want to miss. We hope you'll listen again and check out our other shows on the Legal Talk Network. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Gee Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.